Welcome into the locker room. Coming up on tonight's show, another day, another fiery Jose Mourinho press conference to discuss. Is the Manchester United coach still among the world's best? And is Luka Modric more worthy of the UEFA Best Player Award than Cristiano Ronaldo? The CR7 corner doesn't think so. And what about the number seven jersey that Cristiano left available? Mariano Diaz is going to take it, but is he ready to wear such a historic number or is it just a number after all this? And much more on the way. We've got Ray Thomas, Phil and Gary with me. Jose Mourinho had a lot more to say in this week's pre-match press conference than he did in last week's. The most notable quote in his latest meeting with the media was, I am the manager of one of the greatest clubs in the world, but I am also one of the greatest managers in the world. Now, there is no denying his credentials. You can see them now on your screen as we look at what he's won with Manchester United. And we'll go on to show you his credentials overall and all the silverware and trophies that he's won as a manager. But what do you think of all of this, Gary? Well, of is course, he still up at the top? Of course he's still at the top. I mean, the, the question is, is he, is he one of the greatest managers of all time? Absolutely, without question. What he's achieved is more than any other manager currently managing. And he's won UCLs, not, not with Barcelona and Real Madrid, but with Porto and Inter. He's won league titles in different countries, in England, in Italy, in Spain. Uh, he was second last season for Manchester United and did a small treble the year before. And nobody mentions oh, Klopp, who finishes fourth, won nothing. Pochettino finishes third, won nothing. Um, Diego Simeone finishes third, yet this guy finishes second, having won all of this, and people are questioning him as a great manager. There's no question. Look at that, look at that but, record. But, he but, is one of the greatest of all time. Pep and, 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 and Klopp are not talking about uh, won five titles, four titles. He brings it on, on, on himself right now. Uh, all due respect, incredible career. But as he said about Wenger, you remember that? Okay? Specialist in failure. There you go. You're saying he's a specialist in and failure. You are spreading fake news right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, second place, 19 points behind City. So he was was a success. Was he second place? Tottenham, fourth place. That's not as good as second they place. They smack you around, but you're only as good as your last game, Gary oh, Bailey. You're not as good as Three your nothing. last game. Every, Come on. Every, How many transfers did, can, did Tottenham bring We can still win the league. Zero. You bring in Fred. You've got uh, Bailey on the bench. Lindelof. By the way, two, two years two ago, you brought 100 million of center backs. Yeah. He wants more yeah. center backs. That's he's, right. He's lost two games. Lukaku. You can still win. Here's, here's, a, here's a fact Lukaku, for you. 92-93 was the last time we lost two of our first three games. So Alex Ferguson went on to win the league. He's lost two games. Okay, now you know so why we what? separated them. Yeah, I know. So what? <laughs> two games. What I do mean, you think, Gray, about all of this? Every club Mourinho has been to, he's inherited a top team. The Porto team was, an, was a very good team when he took over. Every team since then has had an absolute stable, stacked with talent and stars. When Mourinho came into Manchester United, that wasn't the case. And look what his record is. He won the Europa League, and you you tell me one good team that they won, that they beat during that. They won but the he trophy. won it. Yeah. I'm not saying he didn't. There you go. But for Man United, Gary Bailey, yeah. if you think that that type of football in the years that he's been there is Man United standards, do you? No, but has he won trophies? Has he been successful? Why are they not picking on Klopp and Pochettino and saying, you don't win because, trophies? Because they're on the way up and you're starting to sense. Maybe it's blood in the water. Maybe it's everyone waiting these 10 years to finally jump down Jose's throat mm -hmm. like he kind of did with Arsene Wenger for a few years. It's the law of diminishing returns. You take a look at what they've done. You're saying, right, that they didn't have a stacked stable at Manchester United. Since Alex Ferguson right. left, right. they've spent a billion exactly. dollars and about half 
half of that has. is since he's come in. Right. So I mean, so it's not as though he's had the resources yeah. to rebuild it. That he has the resources at Inter. Yeah. He had the resources at Real Madrid. Yeah. Had the resources at Chelsea right. both times, and each time. I mean, it's not quite Bielsa, but the returns aren't quite what they but, were but at the beginning of his career. plenty of managers have had resources and not had the results. He goes to Inter and he builds a treble winning team. He takes over Porto, which uh, were a I decent know. Portuguese yeah. side, but goes on to win the, the European the, Champions the League. Big, These are incredible. Big, wait, wait, wait. That's, that's in the history books, though, right? Success, oh, so it doesn't count. Okay. Successes, absolutely, is a decade ago. Okay. 15-16 Chelsea, but you know yeah. what? You lose in the, against Bristol City last year. You lose in the FA Cup with a respect, respect, respect. No, it was flat, flat, flat. A poor right. performance. Whoa, well, that's not a bad thing. Okay. City and have you lost know what, to Rocky, small teams. Do you like watching Man United? No, and Gary doesn't either. Do no, I don't. The but, type of but does that make him a bad coach, though? Yeah, it does, because no. he's got the talent. Look at the players that he's got mm. at his disposal. Yeah. You know, the, we could get into this all night. All because right, well, it, there's a lot here. of the, 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 the board must be to blame, but we've seen this uh, re reaction from Mourinho. Yep. Uh, here, I'll give you my Mourinho uh, uh, impression, right? Give me the I, smirk. I, 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 I. Smirk. I, I, I. Me, 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 Rocky, those, right. those explosions brought teams together. They provided cover. What's happened at Real Madrid, what happened at Chelsea's Stage 2, what's happening at Manchester United, I don't know. he's dividing the team apart. Do, 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 do you right. believe that we can't win the league this year, Man United? No, no, no chance. You can't. Okay. Do you believe no, you no can? Chance. I believe we absolutely can. All right, well, we'll end Wait, it there. Wait, Mourinho. By the way, I don't think it's as bad as what Everybody, I don't think it's yeah. as bad, but it could get worse. Would you play Herrera as a right. center back? Stop no, thank you. Thank Still you. to come, heavy are the shoulders that wear the number seven. Real Madrid's returning forward, Mariano, has taken the historic number seven shirt at Real Madrid. We will ask what's in a number a little later in the show, but now we'll focus on the man who left that jersey available, Cristiano Ronaldo. The player was a no-show in Monaco, and Luka Modric won the UEFA Men's Player of the Year award. Now, there's been no official word on why he was absent, but comments he's from never his there when, he's, when he loses have given us a good idea. Jorge Mendes called the decision to give Modric the best player ridiculous. Max Allegri, his Juve coach, said the player is angry. And Ronaldo's sister even took to social media to post stats to compare the two players. The reaction has come under criticism, but you think it's fine, Thomas? Uh, absolutely. He scores 10 of 13 in the UCL. He deserved that. A marginal final. He's not playing at Real Madrid. That's the only reason why he did not win it. And you know what? You're a superstar. You don't go, you don't be a dog for UEFA. Go there and pick up a coffee mug. Then go, what? you know what? what? Let me stand next to this 5-8 Croatian that's going to win it right now. And let me have Ramos hit me as well because you know what? Those are my teammates anymore. Absolutely. I say no to a taxi. He says no to a helicopter. I love it. Well done. He's superstar. never there. Every time he loses, exactly. and it speaks exactly. volumes. That's okay. I don't know what it is about these Portuguese, but they <laughs> seem to be so narcissistic yeah. that that it's amazing. Whenever he wins, he's there. Anything, any yeah. tournament that he that he's yeah. been mostly it's not. Uh, it, it, it's been amazing. Uh, Modric deserved it. Modric deserved it fully for yeah. me. And uh, Cristiano, best forward last year. I think that was yeah. pretty flat. Oh, Real Madrid in itself. Well, 15 goals though. I mean, it's hard to discount the, that in, in, Champions in the Champions League. League. Uh, the but what about also, La Liga? No, that's a great point. Uh, yeah. My point would be from a from the club perspective. 
half the season, two-thirds of the season, Cristiano Ronaldo was invisible. He popped alive. In fact, the last two seasons with Real Madrid, the last couple of months when the trophies are handed out. Give him full credit for that. But also of note, you're talking about the response. Was it 5K? You would know. Five, six years ago when Lionel Messi had a very similar season. And he's standing up there with uh, Iniesta and Xavi. And and Iniesta ended up winning the UEFA award. Messi was there. Gave him a hug, gave him a kiss, said congratulations, great job. And, and, and isn't that what he should do? Shouldn't he? Because he what? was on his way, evidently. Yeah. He was on his way, got to his helicopter, found out that he'd won the best striker, but not the overall award, and then came back home. Shouldn't he Would go there 40 and minutes, say... 40 minutes yeah, helicopter yeah, Shouldn't ride. he go there and say, Modric and guys, well done. Wasn't fantastic. I'm so proud of you, Modric. Even if he personally feels the decision's wrong. So what? Go there and support all the others. Be a decent guy. But to turn around and walk off because you didn't win it? Nah, sorry. I don't accept. I think that is so self-centered and yeah. childish and egotistic. His agent, his agent no. took the same sort of tone as well, but no. um, it, it is because he, he deserves. Yeah. Modric should have been applauded. He's a Brent. By the way, Ronaldo didn't win any UCL without Modric and four with Modric, so I'm voting for Modric too. <laughs> but I have <laughs> you to don't agree mind what he did. that Ronaldo stay, stay no. home. Okay. Relax. No. Still to come on this show with, yeah. <laughs> with Mariano Two, taking three. the number seven at Real Madrid. We ask, does the number on the shirt really matter? We'll also talk about Clint Dempsey announcing his retirement too. Welcome back to the locker room. Mariano has been given Real Madrid's iconic number seven shirt. No pressure. He says it's a challenge and a source of pride to wear it. Others say it breaks tradition of the team star player wearing it. And others say, oh, it's just a number. What do you think, Ray? I think it is a star number and he better at least live up to uh, the promise of the magical players that wore that seven shirt. Um, it will be a heavy shirt. It's just got heavier. For a kid like this, what are they going to do? I mean, they're not going to keep it warm for Neymar forever. So he'll he'll be the uh, he'll look after it. For, he could have taken Neymar. 15, 16, 23 other numbers shirts. available. That, one, that was a little is bit surprised. Is that a stick in the nose by, by Perez? Is it for, That's for how some are seeing it. Some are seeing it as a stick in the nose. I'm a little surprised though, like Asensio, who actually is the player that looks like he's filling in for Cristiano Ronaldo, kind of plays from that same side. Maybe give him the seven and let uh, and let Mariano take the twenty or something like that. But he's jumped into it with both feet and. I like the way he's handling this, and it also helps. Scoring 21 goals a year ago with seven assists yeah. is not a bad way to step he, in. He's a, strong, he's a strong lad. I think he's an ideal yeah. replacement for Benzema because he's physically yeah. big and strong. He's a good header of a ball. He's good with left and right. But either way, you're going to have a number also. seven or a number nine on the bench. But, but yeah, is but there he can an score. argument He'll to be score. made that with such a big shirt, the number seven, they could have left it empty for a year? And even yeah. if a big star doesn't come but in, sure. if someone excels it's next this season shirt. coming, they can then give it to them. I don't know who's going to excel to that extent of wearing that, you know, iconic shirt, Kate, to be honest. I don't see that anybody in, in the in the young kids coming through that's going to assume but, that much. I think it's double. But, but okay. it's I think it's double, as Rookie said. I think it's a little bit of a dig to Ronaldo. Yeah. And it's also, it's easy to take the seven away from from Mariano yeah. to give it to Neymar, Aaron, Bappe because so, the Galactico yeah. is coming. Let's be real honest. Right. But I think it's still a good signing because yeah. he's going to help him. Oh a yeah, bit. He's a good and, and question for you all then, especially you two who do the Real Madrid matches: which shirt isn't heavy? 
I mean, if you have a, a number six, I'll go, yeah. is it Hierro or somebody? The, the, ba the badge is heavy enough. The badge is heavy enough. No matter what number you wear. But number seven, you need it as well. They're all the number ten. It's a fair point, Gary. They really are, especially with that crest on it. But there's some shirts, like Keir said it up, that are just heavier than you. By the way, you know what? I like the way he's carrying it, and I'm just going to say this now because hopefully you guys will forget if it falls flat. Mm -hmm. um, we <laughs> we still have to wait and find out what happens with the first Champions League game, the Sevilla and Atletico double that's coming up at the end of September. Mm -hmm. But right now, the way they're playing and what they're getting in Mariano, what we saw in Nacho last week filling in for, Mar for Marcelo at left back, I think Lopetegui has all the pieces no. to fight on three fronts, and I would not be surprised him to win more than one. Well, we'll see. All right, we'll uh, transfer deadline skin. day. Yes, European Mr. transfer deadline day. Roundtable topic now, best and worst of the summer sales. I'll start with you, Ray Hudson. What? Best and worst <laughs> of the summer sales. Is there. Was there. <laughs> see it again, Kim? Me would have worked, Ray Hudson. Oh, the best transfer <laughs> yes. of all. What did I say? What did you, I'll tell you what you said for best, and I thought it was a bit cheeky and Back a bit to the cheating. Future. Right. Kylian Mbappe. Oh, yeah, because Mbappe was. He's the best player available. PSG got him way ahead of time, put him in a, in a loan system. Cheeky, come and on, then, Rock. And then bought cheeky. him. That is really cheeky, and it's the best <laughs> signing of all of the players, the best player, and they paid premium amount, which was great. Talk about premium. You said worst, Kepa. My worst one was Kepa. Poor Kepa. Me too. Th this situation, uh, the young Promising player, brilliant at Athletic Club, but I think he should have stayed for another year or two. Real Madrid, that was his destination, but there's too the much. Worst. I think it's too early for that much money, and wow. he hasn't been off to a good start, Gary. If you watch him for Chelsea, I want to see what Thomas shaky. has to say about that. By the way. My best is, and I was so tempted to say Cristiano because there's so much money out there Juventus is going to make, and I think he could help him get to a European title, but. Jorginho because it was a double dip because they wouldn't have gotten Sadi if they didn't get Jorginho and by getting uh, both of them I think Chelsea has yeah. a chance to win the Premier League and yeah. do quite well my worst and I think there's someone that agrees <laughs> with me here who knows quite a bit about it is Thibaut Courtois but maybe for a different reason I don't think he fits with Real Madrid they already had a great goalkeeper and they're creating dissension when they needed yeah. to have unity I would agree with that. Uh, money could have been spent elsewhere for, for, for Real Madrid, especially on the left, for example. But I'm going to stick with the keepers for the best signing okay. because I've got Liverpool's Alisson because I mm. think he, that was mm. so close last season to winning something, he could make all the difference. And for the first time, I hate to say it as a, as a Man United man, but the first time ever, I think Liverpool have a team capable of winning a big trophy. And you're picking wow. a keeper who plays it out from the back and uses no, his feet. No, no, exactly. He's not, he's not bad from the back. I'm going to give him that. No, usually that's his lead. We'll keep him straight the Alisson's a lot more proven than what Kepa is. Yeah. That's Kepa hasn't thing. made a mistake yet for you to say he's the worst. Gary, he kicked the ball out of bounds once. Oh, three wins from three. Shaky with that defence in Oof. front of them. I'm, uh, I'm not so sure. We'll uh, see. Right, Time will tell. Can I start one of my worst? Right here, Kepa and Ray said, said it enough. I can pick Vidal. I can pick somebody else as my best player. But I say for a free. Mr. Mbappe at a big price yeah. and a great experienced guy at yeah. zero, by the way. I thought you know somebody what? would take Cristiano yeah. one way well, or the other. But did, you yeah. didn't because you cheated and, and took Killian yeah. Mbappe yeah. Right. instead. Cheat all day. Thomas, I can see yours flipping, though, because if Kepa does well for Chelsea yeah. Yeah. and you're also taking a look, Buffon's going to save the next two games for Chelsea. No goalkeeper is 100 million worth. They're all worth zero, like Buffon. 
more than you, Gary <laughs> Bailey. Yeah. Kepper, 10 years out of Kepper, been money well games. spent. He's only won, played 50 games of La Liga football, Gary. Yeah. I mean, he's got the talent. Don't sure. question me. I'm they not questioning. David Zagaya joined us at United. He hadn't played that much for Atleti. He came in as a youngish keeper. He played two years. Two years. And he came in as a young keeper. He was 20, 21, similar. And look, up until now, anyway, how much we got out of David De Gea. So it could turn out to be a really good signing. The worst, actually, is, is the guy that works at Liverpool, the goalkeeper. Wherever Carius. he goes, he's the oh. worst. Besiktas. Besiktas of signing. Yeah, Carrius. Worst French forever. It's not, is it? You're talking about goalkeepers again, all of you. Thank you, guys. Just a on Cristiano Ronaldo, though. If you had have picked the right transfer, Ray, and not cheated. That's a bit of good business for all parties. Sure, everybody won with the Cristiano Ronaldo. It was a shrewd bit of business by Juve, great move for Cristiano and big money for Real Madrid. Everybody wins. Everybody's a winner. You could agree with that, guys? Cristiano Ronaldo, you decided not to put him in? No, yeah, but he's in the middle. He could turn out to be a good signing or not. Needs to score. Depends if he shows up. What do you say? Yeah. All he only needs to score two in the semi-finals at the UCL, one in the quarters, <laughs> two in the finals. Thanks for coming. Show for 10 games, baby. Ah, he might be able to do that, don't you worry, this whole time. <laughs> okay, the Seville derby hits La Liga's calendar this weekend. When we come back here on The Locker Room, we'll make our predictions on one of football's hottest derbies. We'll also talk Clint Dempsey, so stick around. International Connection is brought to you by Modelo Especial and it's a US soccer star who achieved big at home and overseas. Clint Dempsey has announced his retirement after a memorable and impressive 15-year career. He bows out as the US men's national team's joint top scorer with 57 goals and Phil a very special career to look back on. In many ways, you could say that this is the best performance by a modern U.S. player, if not a U.S. player all time, especially when you consider his background. Growing up in a tiny town, Nacogdoches, Texas, parents had to drive him four miles to get to camp. He goes to Furman University, basically kind of middle of nowhere, and gets spotted by New England. And next thing you know, he's going over playing in Europe. He's scoring great goals uh, en route to World Cups and everything else. I mean, this is a guy always played with a chip on his shoulder, always had the attitude, but he always used that to fuel him to bigger and better. And the U.S. soccer is going to be less because he's gone. There's not enough players like that, is there, for nope. me? <laughs> yeah? The way he well, was, he's yeah. a maverick, you know? He, he, did, he did everything his own way, mm -hmm. you know? He, he played to it by his terms. Uh, he took it overseas and learned and developed to the fact that he, he's still the top goal scorer at Fulham. You know, set records, Fantastic. and yeah. for me, he led. It was he was a trailblazer, as much as everything. You know, forget about all the rap stuff and the hard luck stories. The kid took his dance and, and really performed on a high wire, where the United States player was looked at as yeah, not good enough. Going well, look at this, and he did it in a way. Like Sir McBride mm -hmm. and Landon to an extent, Thomas, but not quite as impactful. But over and over again. But over and over again. An outstanding player, one of the best that the United mm -hmm. States has ever produced. Talking about Furman, 
And it wasn't New England, by the way, that saw him. I saw him first. I'd never seen this kid before. And Ray's absolutely right. He's a product of his environment. As a teen, he played with adult Hispanics with his older brother for four or five years. He had created flair in 202. I'd never seen of an American player ever before. And Ray is right. We got to somehow say, how can we get another Clint Dempsey? Yeah. You know, yeah. never played for big. He needs to get into coaching. Yeah. Is what <laughs> he needs to do, really. One, one thing I remember about him at Fulham and, and at Spurs, he was there at Spurs. Yeah, yeah. wasn't he? Big goals. He was brave. He was strong. And when you looked at him, you thought he's a classic English. Big, strong, and brave number nine, and he wasn't. He was an American, but that's he, how good he was. He, that I thought he was English. From <laughs> tra trailer park to millionaire. Yeah. Wow! From trash him. talker <laughs> to rapper <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> from scoring from goals brilliant. to picking up children. It wasn't just that. I just want to awesome. say that it was more than all of that. The bravery and the getting into it, and he was English. There was an element of skill and panache about oh, his sure, game sure. That, mm. that was really, uh, again, symbolic Real of quick, when he Real when he got the medal, second place medal in 209 against the Confed Cup, when he scores against Spain, knocks Spain yeah. out, scores against Brazil, Brazil. 2-0, Landon Donovan, that leads to, he's the only one that cried. He was devastated. He, he was yeah, devastating. He was super Love competitive. That. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, Real Betis have only won one of their last 10 La Liga derbies against Sevilla, but that win was back in January. And it was an eight-goal thriller. 5-3 to Setien's men. We hope for something similar at the weekend in this derby. Ray, who are you going for? I'm going for Sevilla. I think they're catching Betis at a low point. Betis is off to the races bad uh, in, in a way that is surprising for the Betis. And uh, Sevilla, uh, they've only conceded one in five games. So it's, they're strong, mm -hmm. they look good. Better. I was so tempted to go draw on this one, but I, I agree with you. Sevilla unbeaten in six. Betis windless in their last five. And I think it's, what, 12 in a row without defeat for yeah. Sevilla against Betis? They're in a better mood, Hi. Gary. Yeah. Thomas. I'm, I'm, that's why I separated. I'm sitting next to Ray. <laughs> I'm not going against Ray in terms of, uh, of La Liga. Sevilla it is, Rocky. Oh, no, sure. Come on. It's a derby, so, so you know, know all bets are off. Firstly, firstly, it's a derby. Yeah, Real Betis at home. Real Betis are third bottom, uh, bottom oh. and desperate. Right. They are going to get a draw out of the Sitting on the fence again. Not, not the fence. Always I'm not sitting on the fence. It's not oh. a oh. on the fence. We've got to sharpen Betis those fence posts. Betis are due a win and it's going to come in this game. I'm going for Betis. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us on tonight's Locker Room. Make sure you catch all the action this weekend and we'll be back on Monday. See you then.